Thank you for choosing the Four Seasons Hotel. We hope you're enjoying your stay. Happy Friday! Hi, welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back. Today, we are talking about our childhoods. Mm -hmm. If you guys don't know, both of us grew up overseas. I grew up in Scotland, and Amanda grew up in an assortment of places. She's a... Sure. (laughs) I mean, sure. Yeah. Well, I grew up um, back between China and Singapore for a few years. So, Mm. yeah. Yeah, So we thought that we would share our international experiences. Yeah. Kind of like the contrast between where we were and like Singapore, I guess. So let's get started. All right. Emma. Sure, I can begin. Where were you born and why? (laughs) So, (laughs) I was born in Scotland. I mean, I've never actually spoken about which city I was born in. Um, Mm -hmm. At first, it was kind of for privacy reasons, but now Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. it's been so many years, I think it's fine. Like, um, Yeah, so basically, I was born in Glasgow, which is in Scotland. It's actually the biggest city, but it's not the capital. For some reason, Edinburgh is the capital. Anyways... What do you um, mean for some reason? Like, I don't know. Usually, it's the Edinburgh bigger nice. cities that are the capitals because they have, like, more people. Uh, but I don't know why Glasgow didn't get the title. Isn't kinda that, like, kind of like Sydney and uh, Can- Canberra, is it? The capital of Australia. Yeah, exactly. Australia? Like, it's so Cranberry, confusing. Canberra. Is it Canberra? I don't even know. Because I'm thinking about Cranberry right now. So <laughs> Wonderful. I wonder why. Anyways... Um, I was born in Glasgow. Um, basically, the reason was that my dad, well, well, he originally was studying in Glasgow. I think he studied at Glasgow University or the University of Glasgow. Um, and he met my mom when he came back to do NS, I think. Something like that. But because he was studying medicine, he, like, deferred a few years. So he wasn't, like, 18. He was, like, 20-plus, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, he came back to Singapore, and then that's when he met my mom. Wow. And actually, he had gotten a job over in Glasgow because he'd studied there and whatever. Mm-hmm. So he married my mom, I think, and then brought her over to Glasgow. And then yep. they stayed there for, like, four years before they decided to make me and pop there I was in Glasgow and then they had me uh, they had me and then they had my siblings as well um, so basically that's the reason why I was born there a lot of people ask me like why were you born in Scotland and usually like I don't even know how to answer that question like it wasn't really up to Such me a but, question. right Anyways, yes, Amanda, how about you? Yeah. Where right, are you so born and why? I was born in Singapore. <laughs> wow. So, so special. Mm-hmm. All right, so um, basically, actually, at that time, my parents were both in China. So mm. my parents actually met in China. So fun mm. story. Um, so, like, my mom kind of works in a line of, like, hotels. So at that time, she was still, mm-hmm. like, working in the hotel. So, um, basically my dad was a customer that stayed at the hotel and, Mm. um, they, he wanted to complain (laughs) 
And oh then my, my mom had to go and resolve the complaint. And oh. she was like, that's it. I'm never going to marry a Taiwanese man because they all please, suck. And she married please. the Taiwanese man. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. So basically, they were in China. And um, I was conceived in China. And Lovely. basically, yeah. But they flew back to Singapore to give birth to me because I guess they wanted me to have the passport. Mm-hmm. So... Yeah, then when I was one month old, we flew back to Beijing. Mm. So I was in Beijing for a few years, all through SARS. So that was a fun experience. Yeah, so I was there until I was like, I'm not sure, like maybe two years old. And then we moved to Shanghai. Mm. And then we moved back to Singapore when I was like five. And then Uh. we moved back to Shanghai when I was (laughs) eight or nine. And then we moved back to Singapore (laughs) when I was 13. So yeah, that that's my wonderful moving back and forth story. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Very interesting. Yeah. So shall we talk about weather? Oh wait. Actually, speaking of which, right? Mm. My mom also met my dad because she was serving him. Right. You told me before. I like remember. okay, she wasn't serving him, but basically, my mom. I think she worked at like a phone shop. Mm. Like she was. She worked at T-Mobile when they still had um, a branch here. And basically, it's a phone repair shop. I mean, it's actually a... They're actually a data company or something. But at the time, she was working at like the phone repair section. And I think my dad's uncle, his phone was broken. Or something like that. So basically, my dad would follow along whenever his um, uncle went to the shop. And he would kind of like sit in the shop and wait because, like I said, right, he um, had been mm-hmm. in the UK studying and stuff like that. So he didn't really have like a lot of friends over here to hang out with and stuff. So like he mm-hmm. kind of just followed my uh, his uncle around. Um, so yeah, so he was sitting in the shop and then like, I guess he saw my mom and he asked her out or something like that. Wow, I have no idea. So yeah, I know. We love a daring man that yes. <laughs> shoots Take his shot initiative. in public. Yeah. All right. So that's how they yeah. met. Yeah. That's cute. Mm-hmm. All right, so um, I think one of the biggest things that I miss about overseas in general is the weather. Same. Because I am not someone that really likes heat. I really yeah. can't stand heat, but I Same. love cold weather, which I kind of feel is why like my room aircon is always at least eighteen yeah. degrees, which I feel is very bad. I feel it's like I would freezing. So like hundred percent, I would definitely prefer being cold over being hot. Yeah. Like I yeah. hate feeling like sweatiness and like right oh, it's just so disgusting compared to like if you're cold and you're like wrapped up in a blanket oh yeah, my gosh so it just nice. feels so cozy exactly right? and it's like if you're cold you can just put on more layers if you're hot what exactly. are you gonna do yeah you're gonna like Nothing. strip off your skin take off you your skin exactly <gasps> why did we say the same thing <laughs> anyways okay um, yeah yeah in, in glasgow hey. like okay the weather was so rainy it was so 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 rainy but it also meant that it was like a lot cooler um we definitely we had snow during the winter Mm -hmm. and stuff like that yes uh i miss that so much i i literally we used to have snowball fights in our garden we had a garden because you know property overseas is not that that expensive compared to singapore um yeah and we would have snowball fights and like my backyard had like a swing we had like a little playhouse as well that me and my siblings would go into it was just wonderful every day we came home from school and we would go outside and play you know what i mean and there was like a park across the road from my house i could cross the road and go to a playground it was like Uh yeah it was literally so fun um 
but the only oh no and the thing was that even if we wanted to like do something like swimming there were indoor pools like right we had like heated clubs pools. yeah clubs nearby pools. that had indoor yeah. heated pools so like uh-huh. you could still swim and like enjoy like that activity without yeah. sweating your butt off you know what i mean mm-hmm. yeah. yeah i really miss the weather same so like i mean i feel like i'm kind of trying to recreate that because my dad complains because like i love to be in a cold room and like mm-hmm. wrap a blanket around me mm-hmm. and he's always like why why like just turn up the aircon and yeah. i'm like no know, right? <laughs> you don't get it no do you know yeah. what's so weird though like okay i i don't know whether it's just me um but i have this really weird thing like when i'm overseas in the uk or in a cooler country i can literally just wear a t-shirt and i feel so good yeah. like it just feels so nice and cool same but for some dumb reason in singapore not in singapore when i'm yeah. in an aircon mall or a classroom i have to wear a jacket right it's i don't so know weird. what is wrong with me like okay same. maybe it's the contrast of inside and outside you know what i mean because outside's really hot so when you come in it mm. feels really cold but I don't know why it's yeah. the aircon is probably warmer than the outdoor temperature yeah. overseas but for some reason I'm always wearing a jacket right. compared to overseas I'm like let me enjoy the wind let me enjoy the cold right. air it's just strange I feel like maybe maybe it was cause like back then we were kind of like used to it cause mm-hmm. like cause you know like I mean obviously in China we had four seasons mm. so like we had you know summer and winter uniforms but oh. like no oh one God, would we really wear winter uniforms like I would always wear okay I would wear like a t-shirt like the 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 summer uniforms it was like a t-shirt and a skirt we wore culottes oh yeah, lord was, so it could be as short as you wanted okay i see <laughs> so basically Very i would just wear that interesting image in my mind but okay yeah. we just wear that and then a jumper over all oh. through winter and like china's winters go to like negative degrees yeah and it was like fine we were all like really okay i mean given that we did have heaters but like mm-hmm, mm-hmm. still it was still kind of cold i guess i remember but, oh yeah okay sorry continue go ahead no, no that's it as in like just i miss snow yeah i really like snow and Me we also too. had a lot of hail which is kind of scary but you know yeah speaking of the four seasons right like i remember my school we also had like different season uniforms we had like mm-hmm. summer uniform i think we had like two options so we had this like summer dress okay by the way i went to like some private school so that's why yeah. all the uniforms are very like yes. I don't, they're like very strange um yes. so we had this like summer dress and then on like chilly days we had like this cardigan to wear over it yeah um and then we'd wear like ankle kind of like high ankle length white socks or gray mm-hmm. socks and then these like black mary janes so same. ugly why do we but have you know it's like the private school outfit why and then um in the winter in the winter we could wear any tights and i when i say tights i mean the kind that go from your toes to your hips and mm-hmm. they're like sock material that kind of tights mm-hmm. yeah so we wore like tights with a thicker winter skirt no winter pinafore and a blouse i think and then we mm-hmm. had like a, a winter coat as well and mm-hmm. obviously all of it was like with the school logo on it and everything it was like a whole private yeah. school outfit you know what i'm saying um yeah. yeah so that was our winter outfit and the thing is that we couldn't wear our spring outfit during winter i mean our summer outfit during winter or our winter our outfit during summer like oh. it was really strict they were really strict about it oh I, I don't know that's weird um but i think it's like the whole uniformity thing like right. everyone used to look the same um but yeah we i remember having different outfits as well um yeah. but yeah school there was so chill <laughs> compared yeah. to singapore um like yeah 100% we firstly we started our days i think we started our days pretty late like probably after eight um which 
in Singapore, primary school starts at like 7.30, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. We probably started near 8.30 or 9. Um, mm-hmm. And we probably ended like really early as well, just after lunchtime, if I'm not wrong. Yeah. And only if we had like extra classes, then we would like stay a little bit. I remember that my school had this thing called after school care. Basically, it's like kids would just stay back in school while waiting for their parents because a lot of them mm-hmm. worked late. Um, so we would go to this like center and then you'd like watch movies or like make arts and crafts. Like it was not like academic at all. It was literally mm-hmm. all just fun and games. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Actually, you reminded me of our different uniforms actually. Oh, and like now have? that thinking about it, it's actually so ugly. <laughs> like I wish you guys could see it. Like I would literally show it. I still have it in my closet. But like in year one to year six, the girls had to wear this disgusting blue dress. Like it was a dress. And it oh. was like blue it was like blue stripes, okay. Oh mine was red stripes. Oh my god, ew. And it was like non functioning buttons at the front. It was vile. Same. Yeah, and the white ankle socks, the Mary Janes. Yes. Right? And then Mm -hmm. um, year seven onwards, it was the same, like, blue stripes, but it was, like, t-shirt. And Mm. then black culottes. That was our summer uniform. The winter one was, like, a long-sleeved blue striped t-shirt. And Uh uh, black corduroy pants, which was nice. I actually liked Mm. the corduroy pants. Okay, those sound cute. Yeah. Oh, my God, the PE uniforms, though. The PE uniforms (gasps) were so disgusting. Our PE uniforms were horrid. We wore red Mm. shorts. Red Mm. shorts. And, like, Mm. a white polo t-shirt. Red shorts. Are you kidding me? (laughs) Oh, my God. You know, our colors were the same colors as Damanhai. So, everything was blue, red, and white. Oh, mine was red and white. Everything was red and white. No, but you know, like, I don't think... If you guys don't know, you should Google um, Chinese, like, local school joggers... Because they're really disgusting. They have, like, this one line that kind of protrudes out. I don't know why, but it's there. And those are what we had for winter PE pants. They were mm. really disgusting. I hated wearing them. But I wasn't mm. allowed to wear shorts. <laughs> like, because my mom wouldn't let me. Oh. Because, oh my god, I remember. Because, like, I, I lived in a compound, right? So mm. I took the school bus to school. So mm. I remember I would wear, like, my shorts inside the jogger pants. And as I was in the lift, I would take them off. Like the joggers, so I could wear shorts. Please, in the lift, Amanda. Yeah, I look. Don't don't ask. Okay, okay. I didn't know. I okay. I didn't know that there were cameras or anything. But I, yeah. Anyways, wait. What was something that you brought up after this? After the uniform, you said something and it reminded me of something and I forgot. After oh, school after care? school care. Yeah. yeah, after school care. So, um, because China's really big, mm-hmm. so I lived quite far away from school. So I took the school bus. Mm. And the thing is, like, if you have after-school activities, the school bus doesn't wait for you, so, like, someone has to fetch you. So usually, uh-huh. like, like um, I would go back with a friend who lived near me, mm. so, like, her mom would come and we would just take a taxi home. And mm. I wasn't allowed to take, like, public transport. Because I guess allowed. my mom thought I was... Yeah, she... I think well, it was Well, don't worry, I never did though. either. Yeah, I never yeah, did either. I, you know what? I genuinely didn't think that China had public transport because I never took it. Okay, but honestly, same. Because I think the UK... I don't even... I can't even think now of what Scotland's public transport system right. is because it's honestly so non-existent and, like, honestly, barely anybody yeah. really uses it no apart from really maybe the buses. Right. Exactly. Um, yeah. yeah, and it's not as developed as like Singapore's one, so Definitely. like no one really takes it, especially exactly. young kids. And it's really dirty. Mm, and okay, same. like like to be honest, China is is really quite dangerous, especially mm. for expats. So like actually, I remember because um, uh, I remember like sometime when I was still in Shanghai, there was actually news of like an international student 
that was kidnapped near my school. Oh my god. Yeah, so at that time, like, everyone was on, like, super high alert. No one was allowed to, like, go out after school. So it was, mm. it was, it was kind of scary. But I don't actually remember if they even found the child. That so is terrifying, Amanda. I just I, hope he's okay. Why did you? I okay. didn't want to hear that. I'm sorry. <laughs> I just very just scary. I got rem- I got reminded of it. I don't know why. Okay, I mean, mm. but I guess like in a sense, right? Like for me, I really felt the like the whole minority thing. I feel right. like in Singapore, obviously, every almost everyone here is Chinese. Like majority yeah. race is Chinese. Definitely, yeah. But over in the UK, I was literally in. I think in the whole public in the whole private school. Sorry. I was the only, like, Chinese kid, if I'm not wrong. Oh, wow. Um, and it was, like, really weird. Because you know there's a stereotype of Asians being smart and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. So, like, okay, honestly, I don't... I wouldn't say it's not true. Because, obviously, we kind of have been brought up to study. Like, mm-hmm. a lot of Singaporeans, I mean. And, in a sense, it means that the way that my parents raised me was already, like slightly on the more educational side like I did a lot of reading when I was younger basically right yeah. so apparently like on the first day of school um I went to school and I read out loud the words on the board or something mm-hmm. and the teacher basically freaked out like after school she was like oh and she called my mom she was like oh can I talk to you about Emma for a second and my mom was like oh yeah what's up and she was like Emma can read and my mom was like uh yeah she can what like we hell? know she can read cause like she reads at home <laughs> Emma can um, read yeah, because all the other kids couldn't read. And um, basically, my mom... Okay, my mom knew that I could read. But the thing is that I always reread the same storybook because it was my favorite storybook. So in a mm-hmm. sense, my mom thought that I had almost just like memorized the words. And that's why I knew how to read the words because like, I'd listened mm-hmm. to it so many times. But the teacher was like, no, she read and she understood like what was written on the board. Because I think she like must have written some like story... Like a short sentence, like a like the bear crossed the bridge or something like that, and I think I'd asked a question like, "Oh, what color was the bear?" or something. You know what I mean? Basically, mm-hmm. I I had understood the sentence, mm-hmm. and so my mom was like, "Oh, like in a pleasant way." She was like, "Oh, cool, I guess." And the teacher <laughs> was like, "Uh, what do you think about Emma joining our extra reading classes?" So wow. like from the like get go immediately it was like a whole like i was in an extra class doing extra mm-hmm. reading and like you know what i mean like sometimes i really do think about like what well, if i just stayed there i'd probably be a, a top student compared to here right but um i feel yeah. like we we're all like gifted children that just kind of stagnate <laughs> yeah exactly like over there yeah. i was like a reading genius everyone was like mm-hmm. oh my gosh she can read and like my mm-hmm. classmates when they had like math problems they'd be like oh what about we ask emma you know what i mean like it was just a mm-hmm. thing and like in a sense i guess it's a it's not really racism it's kind of just like a stereotype i guess yeah um which was luckily for me i was so young and i didn't really understand it and i only i kind of only got the good side of it you know what i mean i never i didn't yeah. experience that much discrimination but mm-hmm. like i would definitely feel different like i truly remember feeling like some days i would really wish that i had blonde hair and blue eyes i'm not even kidding yeah it's actually kind of upsetting now that i'm thinking about it right that's something that i actually feel the same way about Mm -hmm. so actually i mean i guess really luckily for me because yeah i'm also a chinese in singapore so Mm -hmm. majority race and all that Mm -hmm. and even in china i mean obviously china is full of chinese people Mm. even though i was in an international school there were still quite like a good amount of Asian like East Asian people there mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so I didn't really feel like super out of place mm-hmm. but I also I think most of my friends were wait I have a photo of them here oh okay no they were almost all like Asian-ish 
mm. but they were all like American, British, Australian. So they were all like Westernized Asians. And mm-hmm, I guess mm-hmm. because I grew up that way and like I kind of grew to hate being Chinese. Mm. So like Emma said, I wanted to be blonde. I wanted to have blue eyes. Mm-hmm. I wanted to not be Chinese. So I tried everything mm. I could to not be Chinese. I literally, I felt really bad because I really tried to like repress or reject all of my Chinese culture And I tried to be like, you know, I want to be a white girl. Like, I love Starbucks. And I was like, you know, when I when I moved back to Singapore, I think Mm -hmm. I was like, I was about eight or nine, right? And like, I was still in contact with my UK friends, and like, Mm -hmm. I followed them on Instagram. When when Instagram started, I followed them, and I saw their posts, or like, my mom showed me pictures of them from Facebook and stuff like that. Mm And I saw all how all of them around the age of like eleven or twelve, I think, they all started wearing makeup and stuff. And yeah. I remember thinking like, "Oh my gosh, I wish I could wear makeup yeah. too." Like as in yeah. because okay, it was because of my face, as in like because of my eyes, right? I don't mm-hmm. have any. Okay, I don't have any eyelids. Okay, I have eyelids, but like they're not double. Um, mm-hmm. They're like really just one sheet. And like I remember feeling like I could never look like them and I could yeah. never do the same makeup because like it doesn't even show up on yeah, my yeah, eyes yeah. Exactly. and I was really upset and like I don't know yeah. like now I honestly and now I don't even wear makeup because it's kind of like since yeah, then yeah. I always thought like oh so I will never be able to like look like that so why should I even try putting on makeup mm-hmm. I don't even think I'll look good like genuinely yeah. that's honestly why I don't really wear makeup nowadays like mm-hmm. I don't even even for nice events I literally don't put on makeup Mm-hmm. I, I, I always say that it's just because like I don't like it and like I'm just not into makeup but mm-hmm. honestly most of the time it's because I just fear that I'm not gonna look as good as I want to when mm-hmm. I put on yeah, makeup of course. you know what I mean yeah, yeah I totally get that and like I realized that back then I really I guess it doesn't even seem like I'm exaggerating because I feel like I really did idolize Caucasian mm-hmm. people Me like too. I really wanted to be white mm-hmm. and like I remember like now thinking about it like that was a very backhanded compliment because there was a white man and mm. he told me, hey, you're quite pretty for a Chinese girl. And at that time, yeah. I was like, wow, thank you. I got a praise from a white man. Yeah, and I realized now that... Clause, like, wow. what? Yeah, for like, why do you have to say girl? for a Chinese girl? Why can't you yeah. just say you're quite pretty? Like, yeah, I mean, exactly. now it's a bit hurtful. But I mean, I mean, at the same time, like, it took me, what? 16 6 13 no 13 15 16 years for Mm. me to like finally get back in touch with my chinese roots like i love being chinese now like Mm. even though yeah i am i am westernized i'm not gonna lie about that like obviously i'm very westernized i still love western Western culture yeah yeah but at the same time i love being chinese and i love doing a lot of things like i love chinese music i love Mm -hmm. playing chinese chess there i love drinking chinese tea like there are a lot of things that i love Mm -hmm. about myself that i'm being chinese now and i think i'm really grateful that i figured that out quite soon actually Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. because I mean, like, even at 11, like, 10, 11 years old, I was hating myself for being something that I can't change, Mm -hmm. you know? And I feel like a lot of people, even at 20 or 30 years old, they still never get to that point where they're like, I'm happy being Asian or I'm happy being whatever race I am that's not, Yeah, I think my, like, realization came a lot later, like, probably Mm -hmm. nearer 17, like, J1. Mm -hmm, Because mm -hmm. the thing is that up until Sec 4, I was constantly looking at their Instagram posts and, like the lifestyles they were living compared to me and I just felt so I mean it's not like 
inexperienced, but it's kind of like I really just kept fantasizing about what my life would be like if I was still there. Yeah. You know? I yeah, was thinking same. like, oh, I would be I would be having so much more fun and maybe I would like look better because I would have like tried more things. Mm-hmm. Um and I I don't know. I, I mean I remember maybe one of the like more negative comments that I always got um was about my eye size like you know everyone would just make jokes about like small yeah. eyes because like yeah. you're asian and whatever mm-hmm. yeah so like and i obviously all of the people there had huge blue eyes green eyes yeah. and like they were so pretty they had beautiful long lashes and i have literally i've measured my eyelashes before they're like less than one cm long <laughs> um and they're like straight they don't even curl upwards and then my eye size is really small and i wore glasses since a really young age so my eyes just looked even smaller and like i just remember feeling like you know inferior i guess because of my mm-hmm. eye size which yeah. is really strange i mean honestly even now people make jokes about my eye size even yeah, when yeah. i'm in singapore which is kind of depressing but um yeah i mean i've grown to like I guess mm-hmm. accept not accept it. I mean, love my eyes. I've grown to love my eyes. Um, I think it comes to a point where like you realize you really can't change how you are, yeah. and how you look, and who mm-hmm. you are basically as a person. And like I only realized that in J one, like after all the bullying, um, I oh, kind dear. of like got to a point where I was like, you know what? Like, what's the point of trying to please everybody and just mm-hmm. like, yeah, you know, conform to Definitely. society's definition of beauty. Mm-hmm. I should just be myself and accept what I am and, you know, just be grateful for it lah. At least of I'm course. alive, you know. Yeah. Um, and, like, life yeah. is so much more than being upset about how you look. Of course, yeah. Yeah. But I feel like, okay, like, right now, because, I mean, you guys obviously can't see me, but <laughs> I have blonde hair. <laughs> As in, I, I yeah. dyed my hair blonde. Mm-hmm. And I wear, like, green contacts. So I'm uh-huh. just kind of like, I don't know, I feel like it's kind of conflicting to me because I like the way that I look, you know, with green contacts, with yeah. like bleached hair. I feel like it makes me feel confident, mm-hmm. but I'm scared that it kind of puts out the message that I don't want to be, you know, what I look okay. like naturally. It's okay, maybe it's like an you know? ABG look. ABG. ABG. Oh Asian my god, I want to do an ABG makeover. Mm. See, if ABG I could do makeup, I would be like, yeah, me too. But ABG. yeah, I, I'm not even going to get into that. I can't, I can't. I don't dare. Anyways, right. let's um let's lay off Move of the <laughs> All right. very let's talk deep about topic. so okay. How did it feel moving back to Singapore for you? Oh my god, bro. Getting into okay. the new school and stuff like that. Okay, literally, let me tell you the last thing that I remember learning in Glasgow before I moved to Singapore was long division, okay? Oh, mind I love you, long division. <laughs> mind you, I was junior 4, which is the same as primary 3 in Singapore because mm-hmm. we start like a year earlier or something like mm-hmm. that. And obviously, everybody already knew how to do long division. Um, mm-hmm. And by that point, they were doing, like, really basic algebra. You know, it's, like, the kind of questions that's, like, an apple and a banana equals 10. And mm-hmm. then a banana minus an apple equals 2. So what is an apple and what's a banana? That kind of question. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and I was so confused because I thought that I was good at math. And then I came to Singapore and I was like, mm, maybe not. Like, ah, this doesn't look too familiar. Same. And um, I was just really shocked because I learned that all of my friends after school, they didn't go home and play in the garden. They went to tuition and they went to CCA and they went to learn piano and they went to like mm-hmm. do gymnastics. You know what I mean? And mm-hmm. I was so shocked because I was like, why? School's over. Why would you continue studying after school? Just go home mm-hmm. and like play. But then I realized that 
I was in trouble basically because I was behind on the whole like mugging lifestyle. Right. Um, yeah. So it was really a culture shock for me because mm-hmm, it was mm-hmm. like I did not understand why people still needed tuition and why everyone wanted to be the best. Because mm-hmm. like in in the UK, we never really had such a competitive culture. It was mm-hmm. kind of just like you, as long as you pass, it's fine. Honestly. Right. Okay. And on top of that, I didn't know Chinese at all uh, so um, yeah so I, I didn't learn Chinese at all when I was in the UK I mean I'm pretty sure my mom tried to speak like a few words here and there but we never really picked it up the only thing like the only Chinese experience experience yeah I guess I had um, was that we had a nanny that took care of us and she was like this older Chinese auntie Aww. and um, so after school sometimes when my parents were still working or they wanted to go out for date night um she would come over and look after us and mm-hmm. i don't know i remember being kind of scared of her because like she she did have like the old chinese auntie vibe so she was a bit strict with us and mm-hmm. like you know she would scold us sometimes and i was kind of scared by that but she would try to speak chinese to us too and that's kind of like the only chinese experience i had and i didn't even understand what she was saying honestly i think like mm-hmm. we both had like language barrier mm-hmm. and it was half the time it was just her like chasing after us yeah mm-hmm. But yeah, so when I came back, obviously I was just right. like, I have no idea what's going on, and I, I had to go for tuition. I literally went to tuition, Chinese tuition, every single day from the day I came back to Singapore to try and uh, catch up to P three. It was horrible. Oh yeah. All right. So actually, for me, before yeah. I moved to China, so like, before I moved to China, the last time, I mm-hmm. guess. So I was in primary one, primary two, primary three. I feel like I was a huge overachiever for like no reason. Like literally, my parents never asked a lot of me, which I really am very grateful for, because they're not like super strict, or they're like yeah, you same, have to honestly. get a hundred percent. They actually were pretty chill. Like as long as I tried my best, everything's mm-hmm. okay. Yeah, but at primary two, I was asking to go to tuition. Girl, no, literally, I w- you know why? Okay, I still remember why, and it's it's so bad because like I love long division because you mentioned long division, and mm-hmm. I remember that I was doing long division in my primary two tuition math class, mm-hmm. and I was so excited. I was super good at it, mm-hmm. and I was so excited to go back to school because I was like, I know how to do long division. I'm yeah. better than everyone in my class. <laughs> okay, <laughs> and also I don't know if you had you if you did this thing. I think it's called New South Wales, like oh. the, those extra. Dude, I did so well for New South yeah, Wales. Yeah, I always got distinction every single paper. I was so paper. happy every single time. I was such a high achiever. And I went for Chinese tuition too. I mm. don't know why. But mm-hmm. like, anyways, okay. I, I was an overachiever for no reason. And then I moved to China where mm. everything was so much chiller because mm-hmm. we didn't have tuition and everybody was just about extracurriculars basically like mm-hmm. you could be in a musical and you could mm-hmm. do sports yeah. you could do everything and studying wasn't a lot i guess it wasn't hard to and speaking about your nanny mm-hmm. i miss my china nannies Aww. they pretty much raised me when Aww. i was when i was a kid i still remember like my most recent nanny her name is tao ai i love her so much <laughs> like the last time we went back to visit she actually came to our hotel to meet us and she brought me like dumplings i really love dumplings so, so she went and bought them for me yeah oh and one goodness. of the most distinct memories that i have of her is basically she wasn't like a like a stay over nanny kind mm-hmm. of like the helpers we have in singapore mm-hmm. so they kind of just come when yeah, we need it yeah. yeah so she went back to her hometown by train and then uh-huh. when she came back she like they have this i don't know why but they had this like separate elevator like separate lift for mm-hmm. the nannies to come in to mm-hmm. our houses so they don't come in from the front door 
This so, like, house sounds she, very high class, but okay. <laughs> so she came in, and then she was like, Amanda, and I was like, what? And she was like, look, she brought two live chickens from oh. her hometown. <laughs> I don't know how she snuck it on the train. <laughs> and she killed chickens. them in front of me. Oh my goodness. She I cooked them for dinner. I did not like that part. I actually, I don't know why, but I don't how think I was traumatized. traumatized. I don't yeah, know how I wa- I filmed it. <laughs> Amanda... Okay, I no. don't. I never want to see that. Look, Thank you. She cut it open, okay, no, and she no. like dug out the eggs. No, no. Okay, let's stop. <laughs> I don't want to hear. It. Okay, I'm sorry. I don't know if I feel like I may have low key been traumatized because I still remember it. But yeah, I, think I was so too, scared. Amanda. That sounds like but, a very jarring memory. I mean, it was fun. Um. All right. All right. But anyways, yeah. Coming back, it was very hard. I didn't expect yeah. school to be so hard. Yeah, me too. And. I didn't expect people to be so judgmental, <laughs> to be very honest. Mm-hmm. So basically, I guess maybe it's, I don't know if it's like a Western culture or like international school culture, but everyone is very friendly. Like yeah. everyone is super extroverted. Like they'll just yeah. be like, hey, what's up? You know, like you're new mm-hmm. here. Let's be friends. Mm-hmm. So the first day of school in Singapore, in sec one, I was super excited. I went into my class and I sat down next to this girl and I was like, hi, my mm-hmm. name is Amanda. And she stared at me. Oh and then she was God. like, hi. And then she just turned away and I was like, Jesus. Did, <laughs> and then yeah. I was like, hey, let's let's be friends. And mm. obviously I was very loud at that time. Mm-hmm. And I had a very strong accent. So it was yeah, much same. stronger than what exactly. it is right now. And everyone bullied me for it. Everyone bullied me too. <laughs> it was so because bad. honestly, my Scottish accent was so strong. And guys, if you've ever heard a Scottish accent, honestly, I don't really blame them. It's really hard to understand what yeah. like people are saying. Mm-hmm. So, like, half the time, they were all, like, asking me, like, what are you saying? Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, they couldn't understand me at all. And I just felt, like, crying every day when I went exactly. to school. Because I felt like I couldn't even talk to anybody. Yeah. And, like, obviously, I... Wait, I feel like I've told this story before, but, like, oh, my God, this is embarrassing. Um, I didn't know the pledge or the national anthem. So, like... Okay, firstly, well. the first day when I went to school, I was so shocked when everybody stood up and just started chanting basically like when they were saying the pledge and like when they were singing i was like what is going on because in the uk we don't do anything like that mm-hmm. and i was just yeah. in so much shock and then the next day i was like okay i'm smart like i'm so smart let me take out my diary because the diary has like the anthem in it and the national right. uh, and the mm-hmm. pledge i was like i'll put it on my table so that i can look at the words and i can say it with everyone else because like how else am i gonna say it along and like if, mm-hmm. if I don't say anything it's even worse because like then people are staring at me like why does she not know it but yeah. little did I know I made the situation way worse for myself because I was just <laughs> this, like frantically taking out my diary before the announcement started mm-hmm. and then I was just like reading off the book and like literally all my classes were staring at me like what on earth like literally what is going on (laughs) why does she not know it and like why is she trying so hard Uh like yeah it was really embarrassing but like i i mean what else could i have done yeah um i mean okay honestly i think the only one good thing that came out of me living in the uk when like coming back to singapore in terms of school because obviously like culture and everything that's a different story but like in terms Mm -hmm. of academics my English was really, really strong because, yeah. um, in a sense, when you grow up around like um, English-speaking people, not that Singapore isn't an English-speaking country, but like the yeah, grammar yeah. in the UK yeah. is a lot more like mm-hmm. by the book compared to Singlish, obviously. So, yeah. 
my grammar and everything was really good and I like I got like full marks for all of my English exams and like mm-hmm. I was known as the like the English girl and people made a joke because my initials are EL Emma Lim and then the mm-hmm. initials for English language subject is EL so everyone's like oh my gosh let's just call her English I'm not even kidding I was called English for like two years um well <laughs> yeah yeah I was called Ang Mo oh lovely so Ang Mo means um basically white person yeah. in Singapore yeah, yeah so like when I first came back, I think half of the people were just wondering why I sounded like what I sounded like. Mm-hmm. And half of the people thought that I was faking my accent. Because oh there were God. people yeah, there same. were people that faked accents. You yeah. know who I'm talking oh about. Oh my gosh. You know who T. I'm talking about. And it was T. very obvious. Mm-hmm. So I was offended that people thought that I was faking my accent. Okay. But it was like, okay. But the thing is, because I think my accent was like the typical international accent. So it mm-hmm. was... I guess more Americanized yeah. than British. But I feel like, for you know, it's a really weird thing. If you guys notice, if you're in Singapore, no one in Singapore can do an American accent. They yeah. can only do British. When They're you talk about like Western it. accents, they'll always be like, oh, this is what you mean. They can't do an American accent. Yeah, Just it's ask kind of someone strange. from Singapore to do an American accent. It's impossible. Yeah, I don't and know for why. some reason, everyone says that my accent sounds American and I don't think it sounds American right? at it's all because I know what an American accent sounds like. You know yeah. what I mean? And like... I don't know I feel like I mean I experienced the same thing like literally my mm-hmm. classmates thought I was faking my accent for attention like mm-hmm. you think an 8 year old has the capability of like trying to yeah. come up with an accent just for fun like yeah. what and like um, yeah. yeah but yeah I, I keep getting asked whether I'm American like now and mm-hmm. I don't know why like I think my accent is like yeah, a pretty blended mix not. of Singaporean and yeah. Scottish you know it's definitely nowhere like, near American yeah and a lot of people actually confuse our voices for each other which doesn't yeah, make any sense because i feel like different we speak accents. very differently yeah. it's just that like maybe the way we pronounce a few words is kind of similar and also because mm-hmm. we talk to each other a lot so you know it's like the yeah. when you hang out with someone you start to become like them but yeah I, our accents are pretty I different don't think we sound yeah because like, there's I mean, a week so many it, times when our math teacher like oh because God, he'll, yeah. he'll be facing the board and he'll be writing something and one of us will ask a question and he will be like so if i was like oh um mr we uh, how do you do question 12? He'd be like, mm-hmm. oh, Amanda, is it? Then it's like, no, it's Emma. <laughs> no, it's Emma. Yeah. yeah. It happened online too when we were having on Zoom, Zoom lessons. Yeah. It was funny. It was actually really funny. Yeah, it's happened so many yeah. times. But I don't understand though. I, I I, mean, I don't think we sound the same. Yeah, I don't either. So, but I think yeah. it's just like, because we don't sound super duper Singaporean, so people just assume yeah, same. that it's either <laughs> one of us, I guess. We exactly sound the same. Yeah. yeah. And like, basically, oh my gosh. So, like, for the first two three years it was very hard to get rid of my accent mm. like i tried really hard to blend in because i didn't want to be like you know an outcast and stuff mm-hmm. and it's kind of obvious because like everyone around me was like speaking like how a singaporean speak and i would be like oh hey guys it's like the it's like um break time shall we go to the cafeteria and mm. they're like what's cafeteria you mean canteen? i don't even i don't even want to like <laughs> let you hear how bad my Scottish accent was because I can like probably do it but one of the words that I constantly got made fun of was egg okay I say egg like egg and obviously they say like egg egg yeah I don't then every time I'm like ache like are you in pain like ache like Mm -hmm. what's wrong and they're like no I want to eat egg and I'm like what (laughs) and then I'm like you mean egg and they're like what egg like and then they just make fun of me and I'm just like that's how I speak exactly and And the word that I got made fun of was water I still can't say it properly now because I'm still so conscious about it because like at that time I pronounced American pronunciation so I was Mm -hmm. like oh water but everyone Mm -hmm. was like water 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 so 
Yeah. yeah, so my classmates would make fun of me. So when like they walk past me, they'd be like, "Oh, waddle, waddle, waddle," and I'll be like, "That's not, that's not <laughs> what I sound like." But okay. Yeah, but I don't yeah. know what it is, right? I think this whole accent thing, like now, as an older person, as a teen, mm-hmm. I guess, mm-hmm. I I find myself slipping into accents like just for fun. Like I'm not even kidding. Yeah. Maybe this is why people think I'm American because I always talk with like the valley girl voice for fun i'm mm-hmm, always like mm-hmm. oh my god like i cannot believe that this happened today like just as a joke or i'll mm-hmm. suddenly go into a british accent out of nowhere you know what i mean mm-hmm. and it's like i feel like maybe that's why people get very confused because like yeah. half the time i'm not speaking in my like natural voice because i'm yeah. just joking around but yeah. yeah okay but i do have to say though like i don't understand why like singaporeans get so pressed when there's a person who speaks proper english like yeah they're like, always like I don't why do you have to try silly? so hard yeah, like, it's like, I don't sound silly, I'm pronouncing things correctly, why right? are you laughing at me? Yeah. Like, it doesn't make any sense. And yeah, do you know, oh my gosh, here's another story about my accent, which literally happened just, like, last year. Um, basically, our school had an open house, and my, oh my form teacher <laughs> recommended me to do, like, the announcements, because, like, she said that I had a really nice, soothing voice, whatever, so she said, like, um, it would be a good voice for announcements. Also, because I like pronunciate my word, pronunciate. I pronounce my words very clearly. So I was like, okay, sure. So I went to the general office um, that morning, and basically it was a different teacher in charge. And then um, he was like, oh, can we just like run through just to make sure that you know it sounds fine and you're not speaking too quickly? So mm-hmm. I read it for him, like the first set or whatever, and he was like, okay, yeah, it's good, but no need to put the accent on, yeah. Then I was like. <laughs> Um, like the, oh, that's just that's just how I speak, and I, I just felt so awkward because like, what do I say to that? Like, that's yeah. that's like honestly, that's just my voice. I'm sorry, you know. And then like, I awkwardly like texted my form teacher like, oh, haha. The teacher thought that I was putting on an accent, haha, and she had to yeah. like, she had to like message him, and she was like, oh no, that's her real voice. Um, it was mm-hmm. just really awkward. But the funny thing is, after that day of me announcing stuff. Any teacher that I spoke to after that was like, oh, you're that girl from the announcements. And I was like, oh, yeah, I am. So, I mean, I guess mm-hmm. I was like known for my accent in the wow. school now. I have no idea. It's very strange. Yeah. Um, I f- okay, I feel like that teacher, because that teacher is like in charge of the drama club. I feel like he's just sick of hearing me. Oh. <laughs> because whenever I do, because I was in drama, so whenever mm-hmm. I read from scripts or when I act on stage, like my accent comes back full force. Yeah, oh my gosh, guys, like, I planned. watched one it of her performances and she was like, she had such a strong American accent. I was like, oh my, oh my gosh. gosh. Yeah, it was really strong. So I feel like, like people always thought that either I faked it or whatever. But mm-hmm. like for the first four years, like secondary school, everyone just knew me because I was that girl that acted on stage with an accent. So uh, we're the accent sisters. Mm, we are, and yeah. that's why people constantly mistake our voices. I guess. Yeah, I don't. I don't understand it. Yeah. Even like my friend now, and it's like my friend who studied in England for really long. Mm-hmm. He was like, he listened to our podcast, and he was like, I can't tell which one of you is talking. And I'm oh like, my. Are you kidding? We don't sound <laughs> the same. Yeah, I don't know. Anyways, um, if you're here, hi Mitchell. Oh. <laughs> Um, oh my gosh, there was something I wanted to say and I can't remember now. Oh, um, just like going backwards a little bit um, about like the difference between the school systems. Mm. In the UK, I'm sorry, I never took any exams ever. And oh. we only ever had like really tiny tests and they never added up to our final year score or anything. It was just like for fun. Right. We Same. never had exams at the end of the year or anything. So that was like another culture shock when I came back to Singapore and we had not only CA1, we had also SA1, CA2 and SA2. So we had like four exams a year. And like back in the UK, I, I never took exams. 
So mm. it was just very I mean, shocking. Mm. I mean, we took exams, but I think yeah, none of them like accumulated to a final mm. score. It was just like oh, midterms, then mm-hmm. end of the year. But everything was really easy because I remember I actually got pissed off because. I scored ninety nine of hundred for oh. my science test, and I was like, okay. "This one question wasn't even that hard, and I didn't okay. get it." And my teacher was like, "It's okay, Amanda." And I was like, "What? Where is that girl now? I wish she was still here." Yeah, right? honestly, but, yeah. I, I just want to feel like I'm the top student again, and I right. never yeah. gonna get that back. Oh, but I do have a funny story. I feel like you know what my Chinese. I feel like I said this before. The before I left in primary three, right, my Chinese was really bad, and then I suddenly scored a ninety-seven, and then oh, my teacher yeah, was like, "Amanda, were you the one who wrote this?" She thought you cheated. Yeah, yeah. another thing. Yeah. It happened again before I left China, so like oh. before I came back to Singapore. So basically, we split like it's compulsory for everyone to take Chinese because mm. we lived in China. Mm-hmm. So they split us into two different Chinese classes. So we had CFL and CAL. So CFL was Chinese. Okay, sorry. It was Chinese first language, mm-hmm. and CAL is Chinese additional language. Mm-hmm. So those would be for like the people who don't natively speak Chinese. Uh. Mm-hmm. And for CFL, we had different levels too. So it was like CFL one, two, three, let's say. Mm. So three would be like the most proficient. So it was where all like the local Chinese people mm-hmm. who have overseas passports they would go to that class. Mm-hmm. And out of like sheer luck, I was put into the highest class. Mm-hmm. And obviously, I would always score like. Either mediocrely or like near the bottom, because everyone was like really good. Mm-hmm. But like the last test before I left um, that school, I scored in the top three. Wow! I was so shocked. Smart everyone in my class was shocked too. <laughs> Everyone's like, Ihan, Amanda, <laughs> same. Oh, yeah. now that you brought up passports, that's another thing. Um, because okay, because I was born in Scotland, right? But I moved uh-huh. back to Singapore, and my both my parents are Singaporean. Okay, wait. I remember something that I learned in social studies. Like, there's only, like, four ways to get Singapore citizenship, I think. It's, like, either you're born in the country, both your parents are from Singapore, you apply Mm -hmm. for citizenship, or something else. I can't remember the last Mm -hmm. one. Or or you get married to a Singaporean. Something like that. Yeah. And then that's how you can get citizenship. So, when I came back, my parents applied for citizenship for all three of us. Um, So, actually, right now, I have dual citizenship. I have... Mm -hmm. A UK passport and a Singapore passport. I have to choose when I'm 21, um, mm-hmm. but for now I can enjoy the benefits of both. Obviously, I'm probably going to choose the Singapore passport because it's just like way more beneficial, especially right. since the UK is leaving the EU and stuff like that. Yeah. So it's just it's just oh. not really helpful Gosh. for me. Um, yeah. The only reason I would have kept it is if I went to the UK to study because yeah. like it would be really helpful for like medical fees because UK healthcare yeah. is like free. Um, and student fees, which is also very heavily subsidized, mm-hmm. but COVID happened, so I'm here. I'm stuck here, uh-huh. and Same. I probably will only go there after I'm 21. So I'm just gonna keep my Singapore yeah. passport. Um, yeah, that, that's yeah. kind of all I had to yeah. say. Yeah, I think I think that's probably why my mom came back to give birth to me because mm. my mom has Singapore citizenship, but my mm. dad's Taiwanese. So technically, uh. I wouldn't be eligible, right? Yeah. So I came back. Yeah, actually, my dad wanted to apply for me to get a Taiwan passport too but I oh. guess I guess we decided it wasn't worth it because I would have to give it up like 
when I'm 21 anyways. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't really worth it. It was and only, only really helpful then, if you're going in and out a lot. Yeah, because back then we were going back to Taiwan a lot. Yeah. So he was saying that it would be easier if I yeah, just had like, the passport. Yeah, because then you can go through like, the local side, exactly, right? Exactly, yeah, of and international. it was faster. Yeah, because yeah, that's how we get, get through security the... really quickly in the UK. Yeah, mm-hmm. but I mean it was okay because my mom has that card. The, you know there's this card where you get to go to an express lane? It's like no, some but some really important business person card. I don't know what it's okay, called. It's your like mom's an important S- business person. I, I don't know. Anyways, we always get to go through the express lane. Okay. It's fun. Thanks, Amanda. Thank Miss you for the flex. Um, I think one more thing that I would talk about is like the living situations over there and mm. here. As mm-hmm. in, okay, in a sense, right? Singapore is a very rich country. We have a very mm-hmm. high GDP. So I'm bringing out all the economic terms. Basically, it just means we're rich law. Um, and it means that actually the amount of money that we have in Singapore could buy lots of stuff overseas because things are like just a lot cheaper yeah. there. Mm-hmm. Um, so basically housing, I literally stayed in a semi-detached house, which is basically like a full house, but half of it. Mm-hmm. So like we had probably like seven or eight bedrooms in our house because we had like, we had three levels, if I'm not wrong, um, that had like an attic it had like extra study room you know like it just had so many so much extra space basically and like i said before we had a garden we had a driveway sorry we had two gardens we had a front garden and a back garden and then we had a driveway um and then like moving back here obviously property is so much more expensive and you realize that like how much you paid for stuff in overseas like you can only get like a quarter or less in singapore yeah. in terms of like yeah, property yeah, yeah. and stuff like that and yeah. like surprisingly okay not surprisingly I'm like okay I don't want to sound privileged but it's just um I don't know like like I said Singapore is just a really rich country so basically the lifestyle that I was living over in the UK now that I'm actually looking back at it was like very privileged like I was living a really really good life not that I'm not living a good life in Singapore it's just that like the I don't know how to explain it the like financial status is just like a lot different just because of how much things in the country cost you yeah. know what I mean so like moving yeah, back yeah, here yeah. is like not definitely not a downgrade because everything in Singapore is of higher quality you know of what I mean of course yeah but it's mm-hmm. just very different you know yeah I yeah. think that's very very evident for me too especially because China is such a large country mm-hmm. so like I don't think China's GDP is very high because they have very very like poor parts of the country but they also mm. have very rich people yeah. so it, I, I was also very lucky because I did live in like one of the most what is it called uh, what are they called most what are the what is another word for rich I forgot the word wealthy wealth I guess I, I guess one of the wealthiest cities mm. right and we live like right smack city center uh. so like housing there was expensive yeah but it was also like definitely much more higher quality than if we lived further like rural areas mm-hmm. so like because shanghai is split into two different parts mm-hmm. and it's split by the huangpu river oh. so so Chinese um, geography lesson is, here guys yeah i lived in pushi mm. so c is 
west. So west of the river, mm-hmm. and there's also Putong, which is east of the river. So I call Putong a wasteland. It's not actually. Mm-hmm. I think it's like a newer, newly developed area. But mm-hmm. at the time, it was kind of industrial, so there wasn't really anything. So yeah. I called it a wasteland. Please. So I lived in Pusi. Pusi was much more packed together. It was really, really packed because mm-hmm. it was like city center. Mm-hmm. So I lived there, and it was really nice. But everything was really cheap. Mm-hmm. Like everything really was much cheaper compared to Singapore. And yeah. But yeah, I was really very lucky. I did live in a very good place. I lived very comfortably, mm. and you know, like, because of my mom, it's definitely because of my mom. Mm. Like her, the company paid for a lot of things. Yeah. So yeah, it it was like I think we just we both lived very privileged lives overseas and yeah. still in Singapore. So yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'm like I'm just like very grateful. Same, know? same. Also, yeah. right, the food in the UK is so cheap. Like you can buy like yeah. sweets for like one p, which is literally. Like mm-hmm. one, the equivalent of like one cent. Okay, I think it's about like one fifty, mm-hmm. one cent and fifty. Like literally, one. It's it's wow. fifteen cents. Yeah, like like sorry. One cent and fifty. <laughs> no, no, no. Wait, no, like, that's ten cents. No, like one point five cents. What the hell? Yeah, I know. <gasps> Everything there is like really cheap. Like you can you can buy multi packs of like potato chips for thirty p, thirty p, which is about forty five cents in Singapore. So. Like yeah, I, and then healthcare as well is like taken care of. It's it's just oh. you know just very different systems. But then again, like obviously, you settle for like slightly lower quality or like yeah. you know, yeah. I don't want to get too yeah. into it because I don't want to offend course, anybody yeah. in the UK. But like just from mm. what I remember, that's how it was. Mm. Um, oh, I do have to say Chinese healthcare. I'm not sure if it's the same for locals, but it's really expensive. Oh. For international people, because yeah, oh. okay, we used to be um, insured back when my mom was still working there. Mm-hmm. But like when I went back for holiday that time, I had to go to the emergency room. Oh, because what you do <laughs> for Christmas we were eating at Hooters. I don't know why oh. we're eating at Hooters. People like to go to Hooters. You know what? It was my sh- what? I don't think I can say that. As in my Shanghai church, but I don't think I can say church because oh. I don't know. Anyways, so like we would always meet this group of people and like for some reason we would always eat at hooters it's a very okay okay at that time i didn't know what the reputation of hooters were was i was just like wow they're dressed so mm. tight their clothes are so tight <laughs> but yeah anyways i was eating a chicken wing okay and all of a sudden i started choking Please. and i went to the bathroom and i realized i couldn't get it out like the cartilage was, was oh cartilage. yeah the bone it wasn't a cartilage it was like a bone right and it was oh stuck on the, that dangly thing okay at the back ew, of my your throat uvula? Ew. <laughs> my ew. Uvula. why yeah. did you just say so, like whap the tangly thing because I, I forgot the name <laughs> yeah so i had to go to the emergency room and it was like three thousand singapore dollars just to Goodness take, me. remove that bone it was ridiculous but yeah and um shanghai well china food is pretty cheap too i mean Mm -hmm. if you trust street food which definitely do not if you come from a if you come from a clean country do not eat the food there on the street (laughs) it is very dirty but i grew up there so my Mm -hmm. guts were used to it so okay you know like when i first came back to singapore i Mm. i had diarrhea straight for like a week i think because the food was too clean so oh my, my, my stomach wasn't used to it so I was like oh my god the food is too clean so I, I really like I had diarrhea for like a week very but, nice yeah but Chinese food is good Chinese street food is very good but like be careful it is dirty <laughs> that is a thing yeah. thanks Amanda for the You're life welcome. hacks mm. if you ever go to China not anytime soon <laughs>
I miss Shanghai. Yeah, I miss Glasgow too. Oh man. Oh, I don't know. Sad. Honestly, right when I actually think about it, it's not really the place because actually Glasgow is yeah. pretty like it's a pretty dirty place. Yeah. And, like yeah. you know, it's just kind of like the memories and the people that you meet there. Exactly. Like yeah. if you think about it, Shanghai. Yeah, it's glamorous. It's, like some parts of it is glamorous, but it is a very dirty place, mm. and it's dangerous. But it's, like, Glasgow's really dangerous too. Yeah, but it's like you know the people, the memories make the yeah. place special. I yeah. miss it. Aww. Me too. Aww. Anyways, guys, I think that's about it. Yeah. Um, there's probably like a few things that we missed here and there, but in general, that was our childhoods overseas. In general. Yes, <laughs> in general. Yeah, um, tell us if you want to know more. Yeah, if you guys want to hear more like specific things again, just let us know. Mm-hmm. Um, I hope that this gave you guys more insight into why we are how we are, because <laughs> yeah, I feel like a, lo- a lot of people kind of question why we have like. Well, firstly, accents, and then mm. secondly, like, you know, some of our, um, I guess our perspectives are pretty different from, yeah. like, just a normal bro- uh, born and bred Singaporean, you know? Yep. Yeah. I think that's yeah. about it. That's it. Yes. All right. Thank you. Thank you for listening. Thank you. And we will he- see you. Well, we won't see you, but you'll hear us again next Friday. Yeah. Yes. As always. As 5 always. 5 p.m. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Thank you for staying with us at the Four Seasons Hotel. See you next Friday.